once again, good morning, everyone. Uh, the line has been muted, so uh, uh, if you're trying to speak, uh, we may, I may not hear. Uh, once again, good morning, and thank you so much for this opportunity. First of all, when uh, Cyril Annan called me, whenever I refer Cyril Annan in, in, in our language, Cyril brother, I used to call him as Cyril Annan, so sometimes if they say that, that is nothing but Cyril brother in, in, in English, right? So I want to uh, thank for this opportunity because it's very hard to, to, to even replace uh, Cyril Annan's shoes, right? I mean, it's a tough job, but that's when we depend on Holy Spirit. When you feel less able, that's when we allow Holy Spirit to work in our life. This morning also, what a, a great group of wonderful brothers and sisters. I'm not saying this just for the sake of saying. Whenever we see the, the, what, the, the text group, any prayer request comes in, the way they take, right away they pray, the right away they text, and they practice. If you believe we are worshiping the God is same for yesterday, today, and forever. We got to believe the miracle. So amazing group of brothers and sisters. And I'm so excited to be in, in, in that environment this morning. Well, uh, I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you. Holy Spirit, take over completely. If I speak, if I speak anything out of my own knowledge next 45 minutes or one hour it's going to be a waste of time for my brothers and sisters so Lord I pray that you would take over and hide me completely and speak through to me and to my brothers and sisters in Jesus name we pray Amen, Amen once again uh, this morning it's a great privilege, and uh, we've been um, blessed by this morning service. I have been listening to a couple of podcasts, and walking us through an amazing way. For the past couple of weeks and months, we were discussing about God's covenant name, right? And when I say God's covenant name, we know the relational, personal name as Almighty El Shaddai, but the, the, the covenant name, different names of God, why it's so important? It's so important because when you call Mr. President, you say Mr. his name, but we call him Mr. President. That tells, he holds the power and authority, yes, right, when you call Mr. President. That's when we, when we meditate, when we know the covenant names, when we, we are knowing his character, we are learning his attribute. Also, when we go through tough times to remember the incident that happened back then. So it is so important because God telling initially Moses like, your forefathers, they know God as El Shaddai. Now, what happens? God 
reveals its name progressively progressively to the Israelites through what he does to them in the act of saving grace. In other words, through every incident, he starts revealing who he is, not only to Israelites, to us also, because he is promises this is applicable to today and not just for Israelites, generation after generation, because he is same as yesterday, today, and forever. So we have been meditating on uh, a covenant name for the couple of weeks. I am sure, what is the impact of doing this, right? One, when we go through tough time in current days, we remember those incidents and right away, Lord, I am alone. Nobody is talking to me. Nobody is there to take care of me. Right away, you remember what Cyril Anand preached. Elroy, wow, he's God who sees. God who sees, he's going to see me. So everything, who's going to provide? Jehovah Jireh. Who's going to heal me? Jehovah Rapha, Rapha. You look back, you remember the incident, you remember the name, you claim that promise into your life. So what is the impact we will be deeply rooted in our spiritual life when we go through these covenant names? Last week, we had an amazing uh, sermon, a teaching, an amazing... Uh, we were meditating about Jehovah Rapha, just two minutes uh, uh, summary, how God heals, right? Jehovah Rapha means the verb, the compound word Rapha, the verb means to heal or to repair or to fix anything, not only your spiritual healing. Kirill Brother talked about spiritual healing as well. One of the pastors said like this, we want all the health benefits, but not having healthy habits or we don't want to do exercise. We want the health benefits, but we don't want to have a healthy habits, eating habits, or we don't want to do exercise. When Cyril Brother talked, he also teached us how to apply what to give. So remove any bitterness we have. Once we soften our heart, now the time to listen, and he talked about don't give up, and then giving everything on altar. Live everything on the altar. Give it to me. Don't take it back. Also, it was new to me as well, how the 69,000 diseases, the world categorized them into 39 major sickness categories because he talked about Jesus took that 39 flashes and stripes, one for each category. We talked about Jehovah Rapha, God, our healer. That's why wonderful brothers and sisters, whenever we post a request, they pray and they claim healing right now. How many times we have been witnessed people coming and testifying the healing? That's Rahuah, Jehovah Rapha. So this morning, we are going to meditate another wonderful covenant name, Jehovah, the compound word 
Nisi or Nisai. Spelled N-I-S-S-I. Nisi. So Jehovah Nisi. This word Nisi comes from Hebrew word Nes, N-E-S, which means banner. Some of the compound words, okay, Rafa. When we say healer, we can understand. Jehovah Jireh, provider, we can understand. When we say banner, what got banner to do with our life, right? So we are going to study what this banner is all about. In, if you see, in general term, right, Look up banner means, when you go to sports, football match, two group of people sitting. How do you identify them? They may be wearing their own team flag, wearing their t-shirt, some sort of insignia attached to the group, right? Or, or they may wave their own flag to identify we belong to this team. We belong to this group. Banner is something that identifies and unifies a particular group of people. Banner, a standard rallying point, saying that God is my personal source of new strength and inspiration to press on and experience its victory in my life's battle. So to understand this, we go back to Exodus chapter 17, verse 15. We are going to meditate. The whole message is going to be focused on this incident. If you have a copy of God's word, please have in front of you. doesn't matter what form it is, cell phone or uh, Bible. Uh, Exodus 17, verse 15. Um, I'm going to ask my wife to read Exodus chapter 17, verse 8 to 16 onwards. Verse 8 onwards to 16. Exodus chapter, Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 to 16. Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him, and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was, when Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side, and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out 
the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is my banner. For he said, Because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Amen. So we are going to break down. Before we do that, I know you all are on mute. In faith, can we all say, God, Jehovah, Nisi, you are my banner. Amen. We are going to break down and see. Here, we see different things. We see battle. We also see Malachites, group of people. We are going to explain. I'm going to explain that. And we see Joshua battling in real battlefield. We see Moses. We see Aaron and Hur. And then Almighty God does something. And then Moses builds an altar and he calls Jehovah Nissi, Lord is my banner. So if you see here, this is the first battle that Israel is, Israel is, going, is Israel going through. After they leave Egypt, right, they came out of the bondage. They are traveling. We all know what happened to Red Sea. So this is the first battle they are encountering. So now, Israel, they are traveling in a desert in a place called Ephidim. So the group of people known as Malachites. So then Moses, say, Moses says, Joshua, you choose some men. Go and fight against Malachites. I will go. I will take the staff or rod of God. Right? I will go to mountain. Also, he takes Aaron and Ur. So, he takes them. And then, when Moses held up his hand, the, the, the rod, the staff, Israel prevailed. But when he let his hand down, Malachites or Amalek prevailed. So they are winning. The moment, as long as he holds his hand, Israelites are winning. So what is it all about? Start sometimes we get tired. Aaron and Hur, they supported his hands. And then Joshua defeated Malachites. Now, if you see here, God is telling, record this. Whatever, whatever was previously written, right? God was saying, record this, because this is going to happen generation after generation, because we will say, like we will think about it, and we will claim that. So one after this, Moses built an altar and called, Lord is my banner. Because for the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation after generation. So we are going to, this morning, briefly we are going to see three things. How do we, what do we learn from this, right, in, in our real life, the current day? Three things we want to learn about our enemy, who is our real enemy? Second thing, what would be our responses? 
to our enemies third thing god's promise that is exciting right at the end of the day the one thing that's going to hold on us strongly is god's promise so we're going to see three things our enemies what is going to be our response and god's promise so who were the malachites if you remember the story abraham isaac and jacob all our patriarchs of israel right isaac had two sons jacob jacob and esau so esau he sold his birth rights and and he sold what had eternal value again a temporal satisfaction he sold his birth right so grandson of esau was amalek he became a leader of a tribe of people and group of people that with the same values that that's when they called malachites in our context right these malachites they are the enemies if you want to understand the objective of the malachites if you go back to deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 17 to 18 it clearly says remember what amalek did to you on the way as you were coming out of egypt how he met you on the way and attacked your rear ranks all the stragglers at your rear when you were tired and weary and he did not fear god Christians, Malachites are intentionally watching of weak and weary God's people to attack them, totally opposite to God's people. So in the current world, Malachites are something work against God's people. Because when they came out of the bondage from Egypt, this happens. If this is not happening when they were in bondage, they already... came out of egypt they were out of bondage they saw the miracle red sea miracle another miracles now they are heading towards the land of the promised land then comes malachites to attack them same way one we were in darkness we came out of the bondage because of god's wonderful work on the cross we don't have to do anything to attain salvation right god has done everything so we came out of that bondage now the malachites they are attacking us that's where we all struggle god's people we all struggle with some enemy quickly we are going to see those enemies the first enemy the world the word of god says for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of the life is not of the father but is of the world the very first enemy or the the malachites you are you are going to face or you will be facing is this world the the, the community or the lifestyle or the behavior that influences us to go away from god so when you say the lust of the flesh or lust of the eyes it's not just pornography alone 
when our eyes find satisfaction in something that takes away from God, that's what we are talking about. So the fleshly desires, that's the lust of the flesh. The second one, if you take your eyes from God, the third thing talks about the pride. The moment we feel, oh, I can handle this, we want to live independently of God, I don't need God anymore because this came of my own thing. The moment the pride comes, that's the enemy constantly going to attack. The second enemy, it goes parallel with the Malachites, what they were doing. The second enemy, our own flesh. Galatians 5.17 says, for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, uh, contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. So many parallels to our flesh to Malachites, the descendants of Esau, because they are constantly opposing God's people. And the first battle we see after we are getting, we are saved, right? So the word that the flesh constantly, because that's why Paul says the spirit is willing, but flesh is weak. This morning, I wanted to make sure, Lord, so many things going around. Uh, so I got up early morning. I wanted to get up like 5 o'clock or 4.30 and uh, spend some time in prayers. Uh, we are in... Uh, uh, I came with my family. We are in family vacation. We are in Myrtle Beach. So this morning was very tired. I couldn't get up. My spirit is willing, but flesh is weak. But I said, no. If I don't pray, it's not working out. Because I'm helpless. The way I speak, I don't know. My brothers and sisters, they are going to understand my accent. What to tell, what not to tell. I need Holy Spirit help. I got up and uh, spent early morning, spent some time with God. Uh, I couldn't disturb my family, so I went outside looking at the beach, looking at the sea. One thing came to my mind. How people are still denying the existence of God when they see the beach or the, the water. Two-thirds of land is covered by water. If God takes out the control, the whole water can destroy land in no time. I'm looking at beach. So many waves are coming towards us. If God doesn't put that control, he takes away, everything is gone. Then I started worship, worshiping his majesty and came back. We are going to see the response, but I want to explain the third devil. People may not sometimes understand this Malachites. That's the, the third enemy is devil. 1 Peter 5 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So the word adversary it's a very powerful word. It is like 
the attorney or lawyer someone not giving up on your case and constantly fighting so devil does not want to give up on your case and constantly fighting to pull you back that's why it's called adversary but you know the result end result the hardest in our our side is never going to give up on us Ephesians 6:12 says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly place so three things the world flesh and the devil when we want to handle these malachite we can go back to that story what moses did he went to the mountain in other words he said joshua you handle the battleground i am going to somewhere again i'm going to back so he goes to the mountain takes the staff or rod why he took the staff or rod because when god was talking to moses he was afraid to go to pharaoh Then God asked him one question. Moses, what do you have in your hand? He remembered that. That God signifies or remembers him how God supernaturally helped him. Also, it's not about that staff. How powerful God can do amazing things through ordinary people like you and me. So he took the staff, he went to the mountain. he knows if you want to deal with the visible and physical battle you must address the invisible and spiritual battle that's why we went to the mountain we all know this very well i just still i wanted to explain this when you look at eagle and snake right what does eagle do it takes it snatches the snake eagle would never ever battle in the ground with snake eagle knows when he battles snakes in the ground snake has more power so eagle snatches the snake to the sky and makes then once it takes to the sky snakes they get like they won't get stamina so eagle takes the enemy out of his comfort zone and takes to his comfort zone and fights for it the same way sometimes we end up battling in devil's comfort zone or malachite's comfort zone trying so hard the moses knows the secret that's why we need to take that matter and go to god do the spiritual battle take the problem to our comfortable zone that is our god knowing the fact god is going to deal for us so moses went there he was raising his hand we don't know bible doesn't say what he was doing but by reading when people lift their hands from bible we know when we read psalm 282 some say hear the voice of my bleeding when i cry to you when i lift my hands towards your holy 
sanction. So he was holding his hands, lifting, lifting his hands, maybe bleeding and crying and praying. In other words, Psalm 63, 4 says, that I bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. So in other words, it was not only bleeding, it was also worshipping. That's why if you see, the other day I was hearing testimony, how uh, brothers and sisters, they pray earnestly on Fridays and, and, and uh, constantly praying, right? They cannot physically go to every place, every hospital, but they know the battleground. They worship, adore him, and cry out to him, lead him for one case. The other day I was listening to Cyril and then for one person, Ms. Susan and other brothers and sisters were bleeding unto God for 30 minutes. Why? We know the battleground. God is going to take care of it. We are telling God, when we are in a situation, we are alone, we are telling God, God, I'm crying out to you and tell him that you cannot handle that situation. He will handle it. And the second thing we see, Moses gets tired, but he says, Till that sunset, he was okay. No matter how spiritually you are strong, you will get tiredness. We cannot be that strong 24 by 7. That's why God beautifully uses this wonderful fellowship of brothers and sisters to uphold us in prayers. We see that here. When Moses goes tired, then God used Aaron and Hur. What they do? They put the stone and lifted Moses' hands. We need, my brothers and sisters, when we want to be successfully or we want to lead a victorious spiritual life, the word of God is important. The prayer is so important. Spiritual life is important. Same way, the fellowship is more important. You, we cannot fight the battle alone. That's why what of God says in Galatians 6.2, bear one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. First Thessalonians 5.11, therefore comfort each other and edify one another just as you are, just as you also are doing. So we need wonderful brothers and sisters to hold us in prayer. Not only that, the spiritual accountability is very important. In our life, it is very important to make someone our spiritual accountability. That could be your spouse. That could be your friend. Uh, friend. I make sure I'm accountable to my wife when it comes to spiritual things. You know what? I can act. I can sound like a spiritual person in front of you. But when people ask my wife or my kids, they are the right people to explain or, or witness my spiritual life because they see me 24 by 7. If they give testimony about me, then that's why I wanted to make my wife, I'm accountable. 
watch over me my actions my way so even when when i preach she would be she would be my first constructive criticizer when i do good job she says praise god when i mess up yeah we all human beings though we rely on spiritual uh, holy spirit sometimes the way we talk or we are question so bottom line we need to have accountability we need our brothers and sisters so we don't have to worry about all of this what would be our responses first i said world right that's why god gives an answer in first john 2:15 he says do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him right how do we know we love our god we all say i love my jesus i love my jesus we are, when we pray we always quote this word lord john 14:14 14, 14 says if you ask anything in my name i will do it but the word 15 is very strong how do we know that we love god he says if you love me keep my commandments in other words obey me obey me because it's it's very important that we obey god partial obedience is not that's nothing called partial obedience either obedience to god that's what we see in false life god said he regretted making saul king saul tried to justify his disobedience but god said because you rejected the word of the lord i have rejected you from being king in first samuel chapter 15 16 and 23 he was upset with saul because of his disobedience it's so important there's a life lesson for us if we are rejecting the word of god if we are compromising and and continue to allow sin in our life then it's very hard what is sin the word is sense they may define something you know murder or or uh, whatever but in in christian walk the attitude against god anything displeases god is a sin that is our standard so we are living in the standard god gives the answer when we stop compromising with our flesh and acknowledge there is a war to be fought we are going to face malachite because moses told his friend stand still and see the salvation lord that's the salvation right in order to get salvation we don't have to do anything because god has done everything for us the wonderful work of the cross but he says when it comes to amalek or malachite go and fight against amalek that is the warfare salvation is different throughout our christian life this warfare is going to be there as long as we are in this world we are going to have this warfare but but don't worry about it right so what is the next response ephesians 5:18 says practice of having spirit filled 
life. That's the greatest success, the greatest secret we all know. Give complete control to God. James 4, 7, 8 says, Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands and purify your heart. You are double-minded. God, in other words, telling, give completely to God. When we, I was, I was, uh, I, when I was in the beach, one thing reminded. When we go depth into the sea, in our spiritual walk, when I was, uh, so here's the thing. When you know how to swim, you go into the depth. When your feet is grounded on the ground, you can handle when water comes up to knee. When water comes over your shoulder or over your head, then you have to swim. In other words, you have to take out your feet from the ground. Totally swim, right? Same way when things goes out of your way, some way or the other it's going to be like that. Take out your feet from the ground, right? And giving completely filled with Holy Spirit, giving control to Him is going to take over. This is very important because we all need to understand there is devil and the spiritual warfare. We see in Matthew 17, wonderful story. Matthew 17, verse 20. Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. People take this word and always think, oh, you know, miracle is not happening because I don't have complete faith. I need to have complete faith. But in verse 21, he says, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. We all need to understand and agree. There are certain things we can win over them only by fasting and prayer. That's why I still remember, I know Miss Sarah <laughs> used to tell me, we were, uh, we, whole day we were tired, but Cyrilan and said, before even we start ministry in this prison, this prison, one of the prisons, this was lockdown, meaning they didn't allow any kind of prowess activity for the past one and a half years. We are going to go there all, whole night. We are going to pray, pray, pray before even doing anything. Because it's a spiritual welfare. Jesus himself said, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Today, the world is preaching very, the world is taking us and telling a lot of uh, Preaching, false preaching, saying, oh, no more prayer is needed, no more fasting is needed. It's all like old, you know, acts uh, based thing. You don't have to worry. Everything has been taken care of. No. 
that is not right. There are certain things goes only by fasting and prayer. My son is 15 now. When he was one year old, he had a problem. Whenever he goes, you would see blood in his stool. So doctors, they gave stool softener. He tried six months. After that, doctor said, we, are, we cannot prescribe this because that may affect his body. So we have to stop the stool softener. On the other hand, every time his bowel movement happened, he would cry and blood would come as a father and might we would go and cry like anything. The doctor said, you, you got to stop the stool softener. We cannot prescribe that anymore. You still remember that Thursday. We are crying and then suddenly said, what are we doing? What happened to our Almighty God? So did a fasting and prayer. Believe me, my brothers and sisters, that same day he got healed. This happened when he, like 15 years ago. Then we devoted, started devoted that Thursday. Every week Thursday, we fast and pray for other kids. That uh, in his 15th year, by God's grace, he has enabled us to do that as a family. We fast on Thursdays to pray for kids, not only for our kids. We collect all the kids' names. We are going, whoever going through any problem, we fast and pray. So the bottom line is, we got to give God complete control, the obedience, and the fasting and prayer. When we do that, then we can boldly claim, God is my banner. Because we know what is happening in the battleground. In, the, in that story, if you see, it's not about how Joshua was fighting, what kind of weapons they were using to win. So we know what is happening in that battleground is not determined by what is happening on the battleground, but, is, but what is happening with Moses holding the rod towards heaven and God. If you spend more focus on the things you are fighting than the God, you are appealing to don't be surprised. The battle doesn't go in our way. We have to take the battle to the spiritual realm. Right? Because the word of God says in Psalm 25:8, We will rejoice in your salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. We got to hold up Lord's banner in our life until Malachi. Hey, that's what Joshua did. Uh, sorry, David, when he was facing Goliath, one thing he said: "I come before you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I come before you in the name of the Lord." So we are not fighting against the flesh and blood, but the principalities of darkness. When we raise over God's Banner in our life, we can boldly say. The Psalm 20, verse, uh, verse uh, sorry, chapter 20, verse 5 and 8, we read. Uh, I just read verse 5, verse 6 says, 
now i know the lord says this anointed he will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand what else we need when we rise up our banner we put lord's banner on our life god takes us from his house strong would be his right hand right saving strength of his right hand what seventh day some trust in chariots and some in horses but we will remember the name of our lord our god that's our life if you look at psalm 64 and 5 verse 4 and 5 it clearly says you have given a banner to those who fear you that it may be displayed displayed because of the truth that your beloved may be delivered save with your right hand so for you and me we have all privilege we don't have to fight alone we don't we don't have to go alone we have to raise the banner and claim Jehovah Nissi, he is my God, he is my banner. And tell all the Malachites, hey, I'm not coming alone. I belong to Christ because I'm holding God's banner. I am not going to fight. My Lord himself is going to fight for me. If you see the words Isaiah 59:19, when we read this word in Tamil, our language, because that was translated translated directly from hebrew uh, i will read it in english it says uh, isaiah chapter 59 verse 19 so shall they fear the name of the lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the lord will lift up a standard against him in 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 tamil version it says jaya kodi means the victorious banner when the enemy comes like a flood how how do we feel when enemies they come like a flood right how do we handle that the word of god said the spirit of the lord will lift up the battle stand the standard not your standard and my standard but god's standard to take care of some may say brother where in the bible it may be old testament we all know trinity we all know but can we claim jesus as our banner yes look at the word of god isaiah 11 chapter 11 verse says it will happen in that day that the nations will seek the root of jesse you all know who, who is the root of jesse who stands as a banner of the people and this resting place will be glorious that is jesus that is jesus we all know we are going to have trials and tribulations but jesus very well said we all going to face at the end of the day he is going to win he is going to win right one of the pastors Paul David Tripp he mentioned this because sometimes what happens 
even though when we all know the enemy the malachites come and whisper in your life you are not strong enough to do do this you are not qualified to do this even yesterday the malachite amalek was whispering hey you are enjoying your vacation did you spend enough time in prayer you're not going to make it it's very hard to fill in little brother's shoes you're going to so so many things comes in my mind and said you know what when i'm preaching this this is for me first i'm going to lift up my banner so that my lord will take care of this so pastor paul david says don't let any evil enemy whisper lies into your ears don't let him tell you that you are alone that god doesn't care care or hear you don't let yourself doubt god's presence and his goodness god unleashed his power to make you his own and he will continue to unleash his power to keep you and protect you until we are going to be with him forever till the time he is going to take care of it he will give us protection we all know one day the final enemy will be under his feet he, is, he was already defeated whatever is left over is wagging his tail to destroy us but god already did a mighty work on the cross and he will be with us towards our life this morning i want to encourage you all we saw three things our enemy our responses and god's promises so our enemy the world the flesh the devil our responses for the world love god not the world obey god our responses to the flesh malachite be filled with the holy spirit our response to the devil rest resist submit and stay close to god for the world what the god's promise you will have trials and tribulations but you have overcome yes overcome the world for the flesh god's promises is if spirit will empower us for the devil you will have the final victory what is the takeaway today what is the takeaway apart from god we can do nothing only by abiding under jehovah nisi is victory is banner we can have victory over the flesh world and the devil these covenant names of our savior we need to take hold of this these are not just informational purpose we are not doing this for the informational purpose these are revelationary and transformational purpose before i finish before we claim our banner what did moses do first he built an altar he built an altar 
we must have done this even last week sirlanna was saying how to submit and give everything in the altar and not to take back so one of the preach one of the believer came to pastor and said pastor i'm struggling with this thing many times i'm not getting out of this and pastor asked him did you give it to god did you submit your problem in the altar did you offer then that believer said yes i did many times then pastor asked him how can you do many times when you give something in altar you cannot take it back which means you are giving it and taking back you are giving it and taking that's why constantly you are saying so many times you gave it in altar but still you couldn't come out of it when you give something when you offer something in altar it's not to take it back this morning before we claim lord is my banner can we build an altar every human now as an invisible altar that the war between the flesh and the spirit rages when we surrender areas of our life and ask holy spirit to control those how have had abraham was willing to even offer his son to the lord this morning can we all ask lord i know you are going to be my banner lord but i'm struggling with these things this morning i want to build an altar in my heart to submit this area i couldn't come out my dear brothers and sisters whatever we are going through especially with with flesh it's very hard to explain it to someone even when i am going through i may fear saying that if i explain my weaknesses my flesh weakness to somebody they may not even come to me for prayer they may measure my spiritual standard based on that but we don't have to worry we all go through this morning when we submit our weaknesses and whatever areas we are struggling in an altar we can also claim like moses be my banner of my life so transfer the battle on earth to god in heaven because the god is heaven is bigger than whomever you are one of the pastors said this way do not tell god how big your problems are go to the problem and say how big your god is that's when promise the word of god says when you look at the mountain and say cast out into sea that will happen because we are coming with god and the last question i want to ask we are going to claim its victory is banner but if someone who understood this is asian practice of lifting up banners over people and watching our life very closely for a month what banner would they put over 
our life and why? With that question, I want to go to prayer and Brother Vince would come and summarize this morning message or whatever God spoke to us. Before that, I want to have a small word of prayer. This morning, whatever your problems may be, please do not give up. It's the purpose God called us to impact this world. Yes, we are a wonderful privilege, the wonderful gift of salvation. But more than that, yes, and then, yes, and completed yet with us. He's going to do amazing things when we hold his banner. Every time I go with Sirlana and Nisara and Niska, Brenda and Colette and other brothers and sisters, I see that passion. How to impact the world. How to bring hope to the kids. How to bring hope. I'm sure they are not doing this because I know Sirlanen holds a very big position in Bank of America. But I can testify he's not doing this or is able to do all of this because of the position he is holding in Bank of America. Because he is holding Lord's banner in his life, Lord's banner in Proverbs 26. That's why we all could do this ministry. Lord, help us to recognize the spiritual warfare around us and to be aware of the enemy tactics. Give us the strength to fight while flying your banner over our life to claim the victory. You are my Jehovah Nisi. I thank you for all the brothers and sisters in Christ who raised your banner with me this morning. This victory belongs to you. And we lift your name high in the face of both physical and spiritual attacks from Satan. Lord, you are a sovereign God. You have sovereign authority in everything. Some trust in charge, some in us, but we trust in the name of our Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for being our banner, and you will be our banner. You will be our victory till the end. Or we meet you if your second coming happens. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. Thank you for all the brothers and sisters who have joined right now. Be their banner and lead them to the victorious spiritual life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. Gentle. Thank you for the Holy Spirit's words that were put in your mouth to deliver that message this morning. Mm-hmm. Jehovah and Nisi, the Lord is my banner. Interesting how God used the first battle of Israel when they departed Egypt, and He 
decided to use it as an example. Recorded in the scripture for Moses to build an altar as a memory. What do we what do we learn from this? That we have an enemy, a constant enemy, harassing us every day. Not just physical but spiritual. What will be our response and what is God's promises that we can hold on to? And we learned that the Amalekites came from Esau, was Esau's grandson. And that the three things that the Amalekites represent were the work against God's people, the world, our flesh, and the devil, the adversary. The war the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life. That's the enemy we battle every day. And God can take all that as we hold the banner and claim who is our team? Who is our leader? What is our response? How do we know that we love love you, God? Well, what's what's our response? Is to keep His commandments mm-hmm. and to obey and trust Him. As we know, sin is anything that displeases God, an attitude against God. It's in our heart. It's in our sinful heart. But we are to give complete control to him and draw near to him. Through prayer and fasting, we can hold that banner. We can display that banner to others in, in, in our work, in our family, in the street, in the stores. It's no longer prayer and fasting as we hold the banner. Taking the banner, raising your banner. Jehovah Nissi is a is our banner, is my God, and he will fight for us. Apart from God, remember, we can be nothing. And what did he do? He built an altar. It's a human, it's a human spiritual altar. Human heart is a spiritual altar that we should give and sacrifice without taking it back too many times. We want to take it back. So we close with, what banner are you holding? What banner do you represent? We hope the answer is the Lord's banner. Amen. Sarah? Amen. Lord Jesus, we bow before you in humility and ask you to examine our hearts today. Show us anything that is not pleasing to you. Reveal any secret pride, any unconfessed sin, rebellion, or unforgiveness that may be hindering our relationship with you. We know that we are your beloved children, having received you in our hearts and lives and having accepted your death as penalty for our sinfulness. The price you paid covers us for all time. And our desire is to live for you. As we take the bread representing your life that was broken for us, we remember and celebrate your faithfulness to us and to all who will receive you. Thank you for your extravagant love and unmerited favor. Thank you that your death gave us life, abundant life now and eternal life forever. 
we receive this bread in remembrance of you. And in the same way, we take this cup representing your blood poured out from a splintered cross. You are the supreme sacrifice for all of our sin, past, present, and future. Today, we represent and celebrate the precious gift of life you gave us through the blood you spilled. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Sister Brenda. Brother Sento, you may have to unmute the line so that we can hear Brenda. The conference has been unmuted. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yes. Amen. The same night in which he was betrayed, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us take the bread. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my body, in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Let us drink the cup. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Let us repeat the Lord's prayer in unison. Our Father, Father. Which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. 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 Brother Spencer. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Oh, God, we bless your name, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God, be said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, you're worthy, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, God. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we bless your name, Lord. Yes, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. 
We bless your name, Lord. Mm. We say yes to you, Lord. Yes to you, Lord, in your way, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you. Thank you for your word today, oh God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh God, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, 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 Brother Sandal, thank you so much for uh, leading us yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, the one picture that was so powerful that you said about the eagle and the snake and taking yeah. the enemy out of yeah. his comfort zone and yes, take the Lord. enemy to your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Brother, we will remember that, you know, in the days to come. We will never fight yes, the Lord. enemy in his comfort zone. We will fight him in our comfort zone. Yes. You know. Thank you, Jesus. And, uh, hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and the other picture that you gave uh, at the very end, uh, don't tell the, don't tell the, the, how big your problem is yeah, to God, yeah. but tell Thank your you enemy Lord. how big your God is. Thank you, Jesus. You know, yes. there is undisputable. Enemy is no way equated to God's mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. And he is the Jehovah Nissi. He is mm-hmm. our banner. He is mm-hmm. the, the amazing, like, a, you know, the word that you correlated, you know, throughout this whole whole message you correlated so beautifully the verses. Yes, Lord. And uh, we will remember them. Thank yeah. you for being so obedient, Thank you know, Jesus. in your vacation to just like a come and share this word, brother. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank, Thank, you. You. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bless us today. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. I always uh, felt blessed to start the full piece of uh, all the mighty men of God, women of God. They must be preaching in this forum. It's a great opportunity mm. and blessing for me as well. And, uh, yes, thank you so much for Sirlanan and others, Sarah, uh, Brother James, and all the sisters, and brother coordinated in the Amen. Amen. There are two things, uh, two things I, I forgot to tell uh, earlier when I introduced the Sendel. Sendel does an amazing job uh, in the streets on Friday yes. nights uh, after yes. 9 o'clock. He goes out to the streets in the Charlotte area. Sometimes he takes his kids over and they, you know, during the winter time, they go buy blankets and they go to the streets and they provide the blankets. 
He takes his uh, kids over, takes like a buy some Chick-fil-A cards. He stands in the street and gives it to the homeless people. And so we pray and bless this man of God, you know, in what he does on the streets of Charlotte. And uh, we stand with you, brother, in everything that you're doing, you know, on the streets of Charlotte. What you do to those people that are least and, uh, you know, uncared for, you know, God will never take uh, every work that you do for granted. Um, You know, and that... uh, uh, other thing is like uh, his wife. He talked about how she's an accountant.